Thanks for coming back to Sweet Stories in the Dell. This is part two of episode four, Sweetbar's 21st century equestrian program and its historic roots. In 1967, Robert Caccione, an 18-year-old sophomore at Farley Dickinson University, had a brilliant idea. Make collegiate competitive riding more accessible for more riders, including beginners. And this idea would create a lasting impact in the equestrian world. Bob placed an ad in the Chronicle of the Horse about forming a new competition, and he heard back from six colleges. And with initial assistance from his professor, Jack Fritz, Bob established the Intercollegiate Horse Show Association. Today, the IHSA has over 400 member colleges in the U.S. and Canada. And Paul Cronin remains appreciative to Bob Cacione for all his help in establishing the IHSA at Sweetbriar. As I mentioned in Part 1, Paul Cronin was the equestrian program director from 1967 to 2001. The IHSA caught my eye while judging the IHSA at Bennett College in Millbrook, New York, and I saw how it worked. Sweetbriar started it in our region. Our sister schools were not enthusiastic at all because most of us were interested in training horses at home and bringing that horse to the horse show. And also our private horse owners wanted to go to a different quality horse show. But it served an enormous benefit to our riding program. And the IHSA opened the door to get more students in the riding program to compete on levels from beginner to advanced, on the flat and over jumps. Sweetbird joined the IHSA in 1975, and in joining, it also eliminated the cost of shipping horses to the horse shows, which had been the students' responsibility. We would just get in a bus and ship our bodies to the horse show and ride that college's horses. That opened the door for a lot of students, either through their lack of experience as juniors or because of income. They could not get to horse shows unless we did the Intercollegiate Horse Show Association. Some students overlapped. They may have owned their own horse or showed one of the better school horses, but they tried out for the IHSA team, and it was slow starting. Our sister schools would rather stick with showing their own horses. I totally understood it. And so we had to go a good distance to compete in the IHSA. But eventually, with the support and help of Bob Caccione and the IHSA, we got a league of our own in our area of intercollegiate horse shows. More about the IHSA with Sweetbar's equestrian program director, Mimi Roten. Michaela's big win was at the IHSA championships. In 2018, Sweetbar senior Michaela Benjamin won the IHSA Cation Cup, which is the top honor for a hunter seat equitation rider. And she was also the only rider, due to sort of rules and things like that, that have developed to be able to ride at both the NCA championships as well as the IHSA championships. And so it's kind of a neat thing for her to have been able to do that. In part one, I bring up President Wu's thoughts about the equestrian program, how it helps instill perseverance, discipline, and teamwork. I ask Mimi how she observes this in her students. 
learning those lessons of perseverance and of dedication and hard work come better and easier when they come with a partner, um, the horse, the equine. They also come better when it's something that students enjoy and appreciate and love. So when students are working with a horse, they oftentimes then have a bigger win per se when they understand it and get that lesson. So whether it be the better connection um, with the horse, whether it be a ribbon, whether it be just a feeling of self-confidence, which I think happens a lot. Having done that with a, you know, 1,000, 1,200 pound animal makes it even more meaningful. I totally get this. I remember my toothy grin of exuberance that I couldn't contain while galloping for the first time and after taking my first jump. I also remember the bravery I mustered while getting back into the saddle again after a spill. All those riding experiences boosted my confidence and, in essence, still help guide me today. Here's Katie with a couple examples of dedication and perseverance. I am doing the equine studies training certificate. And one of the things that we have to do is take a natural horsemanship class. And that has honestly made a very big shift in my riding. Katie explains that sometimes Mimi announces during class that it's time to get the rope halters to do some groundwork with the horses. That's when they play games out of Pat Pirelli's horsemanship guide. You're playing with the horse, but you're teaching them to view you as their leader of the herd. You can really see the gears turning when you're doing this. And in the horse industry, there can be a lack of an education on learning how to understand the horse. You have to think of them as prey animals. So there's a horse at the barn that I got to do a class like this with last semester, and he's very green and he has so much energy. He doesn't really know how to direct it. So when he comes in the ring, he's like, Oh, what's that over there? Oh, that horse is doing this. We do a game called the circle game where we send them out on the line and they walk a circle around us and you're supposed to kind of turn your body language off. Once you turn the body language on, they're supposed to recognize that. And even though he's doing his own thing and I'm, you know, my body language is quiet, his ear is turned towards me. And when I get him to stop and he immediately turns and looks at me and he puts his head down and he literally takes a deep breath, that is how I know. So I rode this horse this past weekend and had been having trouble getting his energy focused on me. So I went back to the rope halter and I did the groundwork by myself and all it took was 10 minutes and his energy is focused into work. There are definitely lots of things in life that give us opportunities to sort of work in team. Um, this one being a, a different one where you're working with a, another animal that doesn't communicate verbally. <laughs> Nonverbal communication, I think, um, is a great thing that students do learn while they're, they're out here learning how to, to ride and manage and be around horses. The training of the horses or reschooling of the horses fits so well with the theoretical knowledge that we want to give students. 
And so um, once students get to a certain point and they have their skill level high enough, we always feel like they're capable of helping us with these horses. We're lucky enough that we can teach those classes and let students experience what it's like to work with an animal and try to train it in that manner. Like right now, the rehoming and repurposing thoroughbreds is a big thing. And our system that we teach the students is so useful for that group of animals. And now for a change of rein, as Katie reflects inwardly on her personal growth as an equestrian. There was one time last year where I had things going on in my family. I was very stressed. It comes out in weird ways. And I'll, I'll ask, can I ride a different horse next week? I really just didn't like this. And Mimi called me and was like, this is unlike you. What is going on? And I talked to her and she was like, it's okay to feel that way. This is not your defining moment. And you're going to have those. So next time, just let me know beforehand. She believes in me and I believe in myself significantly more than I did my freshman year. I'm saying that about Mimi, but also what you just said about the collaboration and the positive environment. That is not just Mimi, it's not just in the riding center. And of course it's our other coaches in the riding center as well, but it is also campus-wide. It has been amazing over the last four years because through NCA and competing against these massive schools and be successful and it has done wonders for me and I hope that it can do wonders for others and I will be so thankful for Sweetbriar and NCA and IA and these programs and IHSA too that put people on this kind of stage and say here is this talent you should watch it because when you're riding a random horse you just have to figure it out like it, it really shows a talent Before Sweetbar President Meredith Wu and I spoke in January of 2020, I had learned that she'd been taking riding lessons the previous fall. So I asked what spurred on that new adventure. I never rode horses before. The reason why I began taking riding lessons is simply because, given my lack of experience with horses or equestrian programs, that every time I talked about Sweetbriar, I was talking about everything, but always horses got left out. I thought that was really unusual, given that we are known as one of the finest equestrian programs in the nation. So I thought this has to stop. I have to really understand the integrity of the history of this college. I have to understand the business that about a third of our students are engaged in. And I need to understand what it means to learn leadership through riding horses. I asked Mimi what her first thoughts were when she found out that President Wu wanted to take riding lessons. I was really excited, and I'll be honest, I was nervous, too, at the same time. 
but I thought it was going to be great to have President Wu out here to see what our students do. You know, there's so much um, involved with horses and riding, but her first expectations wasn't that it was going to be as physically demanding. Um, and, and again, did a wonderful job sort of coming to something like this, you know, not as a teenager or 20-something. Um, so, you know, it takes a little longer. And then also realizing all the details that are involved with riding. Um, most people don't see those until they're physically in it. So I think that it was a great opportunity for her to see, you know, our crazy riders that are so dedicated and so, you know, obsessed with riding and her to understand that it really is part of their life and that there's so much involved in it and there's so many details. And I think that's why they make good students is because they have to pay attention to all the details and all the things going on. As President Wu mentioned, about a third of Sweetbriar students have some connection with the equestrian program, whether it's competitive or recreational riding. Even students who've never ridden before can begin riding through PE classes. This is Rachel Logan again. She spoke about her engineering experiences in the last episode. I asked Rachel what the equestrian program has meant to her as a student. Everything. It means everything. They're so accepting of any skill level. They have something for everyone. If you've just sat on a horse or if you've been doing events since you were five. I'm more of a leisure rider. I like to ride because it's fun. Uh, Eventing scares me. Um, And then working for the barn is incredible. The staff there is amazing. They always get you laughing. And they really make working and riding there such a good experience. Sweetbar really helps to make riding accessible to all students interested in an equine experience. Equestrian has certainly developed over time, not just at Sweetbar, but everywhere in terms of it being a class and society thing. And I think there've been a couple of really um, critical parts in just the world that has helped it be more open to other people. IHSA helped a bunch because you're using a horse that's not owned by you. So you don't have to have the pocketbook to own the horse. And then they started that for high school and middle school age kids, which is IEA. And that, again, opened up and expanded the opportunities to students. And we've had so many really kind and helpful alumni create endowments. The endowment funds have helped make riding accessible to more and more students. The entire Sweet Bar campus is over 2,800 acres of fields and forests. I ask how the equestrian program puts all this land to use. So very different than most equestrian programs is that we do have this land. And so we like to sort of think about it as it's a great opportunity to sort of teach our students that are coming to us um, with or without their horses how the land is useful for a riding facility, you know, just like a person who's cross-training, if I am running on flat land versus going up and down hills, I get a totally different experience. But for the horses, it's a lot of good balance work for them. 
And then for a rider as well, you know, when you're riding over a little uneven terrain, you have to have so much more core control um, that you benefit a lot from it. So we have all this land. We really like to introduce students to it. Some of them have come from places where they've never been able to even turn out their horse, let alone ride out. So some of them get here and they are hooked and others get here and they're intimidated. It's really been helpful in so many ways. Again, some of the students that may have given up on just doing, you know, they don't want to be competitive, but just lessons in the ring all the time, circle, change direction, you know, it, it gets old very, very quickly. So to be able to go out on the land or even just use, you know, the field that's close by is, you know, a whole new experience and uh, a whole great opportunity. Paul Cronin mentions how much he appreciated the students on the Riding Council when he arrived at Sweetbriar in 1967. They really helped show him the ropes, he says, and they still help acclimate newcomers to the equestrian program. Some students that are a part of the Riding Council will come back early and help leg up the horses, and then they're here during placement rides for our new students. Um, so. Right from the beginning, they're there to kind of help them, you know, take the extra breath. Don't rush. It's all okay. Yes, I rode that one too, and it didn't go so well during my placement ride. Don't worry about it. And then they do still take students out on the trails. Katie Balding is the head of the riding council this year. We are really centered primarily around volunteer work in the riding center, and we are the leadership group through that. Um, so we are called trail guides, and we can take any level, as long as they're safe and the coaches have approved it, out to see the trails. We know those like the back of our hand. We have a very extensive testing process. We host events with the Riding Center. My favorite one is December Fun Show, which is a fundraiser, and we raise money to benefit Miriam's house. Miriam's House is a charity that helps homeless women and children in the Lynchburg area. And last year we were able to raise $600 for a family to put down a security deposit on the home. We love doing that horse show. It's usually our biggest thing in the semester. And then we get to do other fun things like Christmas tree lighting, where they put a Christmas tree up in quad and we ride the horses up there. And we get to drink apple cider and hot chocolate and sing Christmas carols um, as they light the Christmas tree, which is just really special. We've had an event at the barn where students were invited to come uh, paint a pony. And we painted them with finger paint, very safe. A real horse. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, we love to make people smile through horses, really. And now, more from Paul Cronin. Mrs. Pinnell and the anonymous donor wanted Sweetbriar to have a strong riding program, and, and they made it happen. And so did you. Well, I had a lot of support. 
And I've got to mention that I went through some hard times when I first got there, and I stole a wonderful man from a dairy nearby, Preston Brown, and he became stable manager, and he moved from the old stable to the new one. He went up for one and two week sessions with the veterinarians in Charlottesville. So he was able to give shots and take temperatures. Our stable manager was as educated as anyone that had ever seen. Paul hired Preston Brown in 1967, a time when managerial duties were rarely given to a black individual in the South. Preston both supervised the stable personnel and the maintenance of the equestrian outdoor facilities. Over his 33-year career, he was a much-loved member of the Writing Center family. And after his passing in 2017, the Preston R. Brown Horsemanship Award was established. This award recognizes students who echo the Preston Brown qualities of kindness, compassion, and attention to detail. In response to learning of his death, Mimi wrote, Preston was a wonderful man who was kind to everyone he encountered. As a student and a colleague, being able to see a smiling face in the stables was a blessing. Every horse person I meet will forever be compared to the high standards Preston demonstrated daily. And he was terrific. And then we added Katie Groans Leonard so I could be on the road going to competitions. Part of her main job was running horse shows where outside horses came in. For a good decade, we had horses from Charlottesville and some from North Carolina, quality horses, and our students got a chance to compete against them at horse shows. And that was all very educational. Kitty Groans Leonard, class of 1976, rode on the varsity equestrian team for four years, was head of the riding council for two years, and was a student teaching assistant to boot. After graduating, Kitty remained at Sweetbriar as Paul's assistant. She left the college briefly to then return as the manager of the Harriet Howell Rogers Writing Center. She was at the college for 18 years before she moved on to manage equestrian events at the Virginia Horse Center and the Keswick Annual Horse Show. Paul also mentions Jill Randalls, saying that she was a big contributor to the program as well. And it was a wonderful team. And I mentioned Miss Randalls, but we, you know, we had a lot of other faculty that were very supportive. By the way, Lyndon Gray came the first year I came, 1967. She stayed on and taught with me, and she was interested in classical dressage. Lyndon Gray, class of 1971, graduated and, like Paul said, stayed to teach at Sweetbriar. After moving on from the college, Lyndon became a member of the U.S. Olympic dressage team in both 1980 and 1984. And I said, if you stay on and teach, you work with your dressage goals, but you're going to be teaching modern forward riding to the students. And she said yes, and she taught it very well. And she taught me a lot, and I may have helped her a little bit. I really was lucky to be there. I gave it my best because the college deserved the best. Paul notes that in mentioning names, he knew he'd leave people out, which bothers him. But it's clear that Paul truly values all those individuals during his tenure who worked diligently caring for horses and the riding center grounds, instructing students, and all those connected with the horse shows. And this dedication is still present under Mimi Roten's leadership.
It's another beautiful day in Virginia, and I'm thrilled to attend the Hunter Trials on campus. The weather is crisp and the autumn colors gorgeous. The Hunter course is tucked far off the road heading to the Harriet Howe Rogers Riding Center, and it's directly below Monument Hill. Following the worn path through the field, I drive over a knoll and see there are some spectators. They're socially distanced and wearing their masks. While walking over, the first event winners are being announced. I hear Mimi. I just can't see her yet. Fernando and Amber Whitman. And in six, we have 547, Ray and Jimmy DiFilippo. Good job, ladies. Okay, then we have a champion in reserve. I finally spot Mimi. She's handing out ribbons to the students and peppermints to the horses. And I get a special treat, too, when Kitty Crones Leonard catches my attention. Oh, my God, that is you behind there. Oh, sorry, it's Kitty Leonard. Oh, my gosh. Um, think Paul mentioned that you oh, something with you? Yes, yeah. it's so been cool. glorious. Today, Kitty's back at Sweetbar judging the hunter trials. The equestrians and their mounts have been carefully positioned so that Monument Hill is included in the photos. And Mimi knows exactly how to get a good photo. She rattles a mint bag. And immediately, the horse's ears pop forward for some great shots. Crossing the field, I have to smile again when I hear another old friend calling out. The winds whipping up in the quad carry the bell chimes across the soccer and hay fields all the way here to the hunter course. At the jumps, I end up with student photographers. And I'm in luck. One of the students is also an equestrian. And since it's been a while, I ask what the hunter trials are all about. It's supposed to kind of be a mock. Like when you're out on a hunt with a horse, you're jumping a bunch of natural brushes and logs, so I have the log jumps and the hay bales. So it's kind of, I guess, a test of is your horse going to be well-behaved and keep a consistency in a hunter setting. I'm Jenna Steinle from Kansas, and my major is biology, and I'm the class of 22. Going deck. Chloe! The Sweet Bar Equestrian Program has evolved during the last 100 years while maintaining the pursuit of excellence. And in this pursuit, equestrian students continue gaining a unique sense of empathetic teamwork and meaningful leadership. These valuable lessons translate beautifully as equestrians graduate and head into the workforce, whether horses are involved or not. I have many thanks to give in regards to this episode. Thanks again to my pod squad for helping me flush out the details for each episode. 
thanks also to everyone else who helped amp up my understanding about the Collegiate Equestrian Associations and other equine information. Thank you to all the students with whom I spoke while recording on campus, both those whose voices I used and those I didn't. All of them, along with Katie Balding, represent the college superbly. A hearty thank you to Paul Cronin for helping breathe life back into Harriet Hal Rogers and for the introduction to Captain Vladimir Latour. I so appreciate Paul taking the time to unfold some of Sweetbriar's equine history and some highlights from his distinguished career. And a huge thank you to Mimi Roden. Observing Mimi's sunshiny spirit in action with her students and the horses was loads of fun. Her equine expertise, with its amazing historic foundation, really helps make Sweetbar's 21st Century Equestrian Program a definite one of a kind. Come back in about a month for Episode 5. I speak with Dewana Waugh, Assistant Professor of History. History is also one of those unique subjects that covers every discipline, right? Because everything has a history. So all-encompassing. And I love that. I also speak with Lynn Rainville, Director of Institutional History and Museums at Washington Lee University in Lexington, Virginia. She is a former dean of Sweetbriar and the former director of the Tusculum Institute. Take care. <laughs>